This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Just go to AdamandEve.com and type in Glory. That's G-L-O-R-Y at checkout. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way, we bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome at this is episode 470. I think, right? Yeah. Yes, nailed yeah. it. Of cognitive dissonance. Fucking A, man. So, uh, Cecil, real quick, yeah. uh, I hear the trade war with China is going well. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know what's smart to get into is a trade war with China. What did the what did, did the Dow bounce back after it dropped the other day? Oh, well, I don't think so. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it did. It's, I don't think it recovered all the way. I, I, I do know that, like, I read an article recently that's like, you know, China could just stop buying our bonds. Like, that's the thing. They can, they can just stop buying our debt. They're the largest purchaser of our debt. Like, that's their nuclear option. It's a really good nuclear option. Well, you know, we trusted, not we, I say yeah. we as the country, but, yeah. you know, they trusted Trump to, you know, deal because he's the dealer. He's, he's, the, he's the big, he's, he's the, the big art of the deal. deal. He's the dealer. And so they trusted him to do it. And- yeah. What you have now is an absolute clusterfuck because it's a guy who's used to, you know, he's used to being able to tell people where the line is. Right? <clears throat> he's being able, he's able to look out and, you know, when you're a business owner, you're essentially a dictator. Right. Yeah. You're a dictator. Yep. You get to decide, you know what, I'm not going to do that. You know, you get to you get to hard hardball people, pressure right. them. You don't you don't understand how world politics works if that's the case. There's no hardball pressure here. <laughs> Well, I, I, I read an article. It's interesting that the um, the tariffs that are going to be imposed. So it's tit for tat tariff yeah, time, yeah, right? right? Yeah, now it's yeah. which is kind of fun sure. to say. I so do. it's tit for tat tariff time. Yeah, um, it basically will amount to the largest de facto tax increase on Americans. Yeah, yeah. Um, in history, his guy admitted it this week. Yeah, his guy actually admitted one of his one of his advisors really? actually was like yeah, literally right. said it out loud that yes, the American taxpayer yeah. will the, the, the American people will be picking up that bill is basically what yeah. they said. Well, and, that's great. Yeah, and Trump got mad. Trump got mad that he said it out loud. Well, it's just true, I and mean, he doesn't like to say true things at all, right. like under any under any circumstance. Yeah. yeah. Any, yeah. But it's, it is also nice that, you know, maybe he'll distract us with a nice war with Iran. So that is all happening this week. I saw <laughs> I saw Congress, Congress had, someone in Congress had already said, like, he doesn't have any approval to do any of that work. Yeah, good. So, but, but that's. But there's still a lot of power in the executive power, branch. A lot of power. And we've talked on this show so many times about the executive creep of creep, power, right? Yeah. And, and there's the, a creep in there there's now. There's a lot of creep <laughs> with this creep. <laughs> giant creep in there now. So. <laughs> yeah, creep, I, creep in chief. We've talked about this before. Like, I, I have always wondered, like, if things start to go really south, will a war be created? Yeah, on you yeah. know some flimsy fucking pretense, 
see here, Iran, please, God, don't let it be China. Yeah. Please. Oh, China. China would whoop our ass all day and twice on yeah. Sunday. That's a lost cause. Br- like, brush your Mandarin up. Our, I know, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Our own military analysts are like, you can't win that. Yeah. Like, we are not. Like, it would be a nuke. It would, you know, I'm, I'm kidding. They wouldn't take us over. We just nuke everything. Yeah. And they'd nuke us right and back. And they'd nuke us right back. We, just, we, would, we would essentially yeah. just nuke the world right. if yeah. they came over. We would just be, nuke the yeah. world. Right. And it'd be, it'd be a disaster right. for everything. For everything for on the everything. planet. Yeah. For everything a on the planet. A war with China's bad. And like, you could ask everyone who's been at war with China. Well, and, and <laughs> you know, the, the scary part is, is that you've always thought, at least in the past, there's no way this person's going to do it. Even if you thought they were an idiot, like G-Dub. Right. You're like, there's no way this idiot's going to do it. With this guy? I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Part of me wonders, like, will his inflated sense of narcissistic self-importance override his own, you know, interest in seeing not the world on fire. Yeah. You know, like there's a point where you're like, yeah, I mean, like I want to win, but not at the expense of earth is on fire. And there was a part of me too, back when he was first elected, that was thinking to myself, you know, he'll go far, but there'll be, there will at least be Republicans that will hold him back. And I've not been, that has not been the case. No, not so much. That's not been the case. That's not not been the case at all. And in fact, if anything, the Republicans have been like, you know, like fucking waving the green flag the whole time. It's like, go, 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 go. They've been, they've been, they've, oh, been, yeah. they've been waving them on. Yeah. The whole, they've been nagging them on the whole time. They've been, they've been basically such sycophants that they can't stop themselves from allowing him to just ruin everything. Yeah, I do wonder if if war would be the turning point, but like No, I don't think so. Bolton, the same guy who drove the illegal corrupt wars in Afghanistan yeah. and Iraq is yeah. driving. Yeah, he's still driving. Iran, yeah. And he wanted to get into it with Iran and was pushed back on. This is a guy who has a fucking hate on for Iran. Yeah. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see who we're at war with in order to play wag the dog for real. <sighs> anyway, let's talk about some stories. Yeah, let's talk about something uplifting. Tonight. Yeah. That's all. That's all this week. Yeah. Just, we didn't even from an article. We yeah, just, no, it was just like, hey. It's just random shit you picked up this week. That's scary. Yeah. I puked a little mm. in my mouth. Anyway, this story comes from the metro.co.uk. I thought we were going to talk about something uplifting. <laughs> and this is the story. I had you. This is the story. I had you for Cecil. a second, Tom. This is the one you put up I first. Had you up. I had you for a second. Okay. Come on, here's the, here's the it's a trick question. Oh. There's never uplifting. It's never that there's, it's never that I turned the story and be like, and this week puppies and kittens were delivered to the orphanage. <laughs> like that never happened. Like it's always the worst thing ever. Pastor who raped daughter, 14, gets a light prison sentence because he's a man of God. Oh. So uh, this horrible, horrible human being uh, was sentenced to 12 years in jail. Now, it was 60 years less than the maximum sentence the so prosecutors- They wanted to give him 72 years. Yeah. Prosecutors were like, 72 years, you raped this, this, this girl from the age of 12 to the age of 14 for two years. You raped her. She was your adopted daughter that you had- a, a, a responsibility to fucking safeguard. But the judge is like, yeah, I know, but he's a man of God and he's been preaching in jail. And so I'm going to reduce that to one sixth of the maximum sentence. If this was a different country though, say an Islamic country, he would have gotten 72 virgins instead of years. <laughs> so They already had the one. They already had the so one. So he gets 71 so, actually. Yeah, yeah. No, but- uh but, All right, uh, and we're counting one off yeah. the tally. You took one early. <laughs> You took, it's, you, like, it's, like when, it's like when you go to the go to the grocery store and you eat an apple and you you, you save the core so you can pay for it later. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. I don't just what I do is I take a bite, turn around, and put it back. 
because I'm classy. <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> just somebody so walks in like, there's an, oh, it's a bite out of it. There's another bite out of this. Oh, my somebody God. somebody take a bite out of every apple? You just <laughs> see Tom like, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> <Standing> <laughs> distended belly and apple juice running down my beard. <laughs> When I was, when, when you were a kid, yeah. did you go shopping with either yeah, of your with parents? Yeah, my dad, yeah. So when I was a kid, if I was really hungry, my mom would open something up and give it to me and then she would pay for it. Oh, I routinely eat yeah. in the grocery store now. Yeah, do you? Yeah, I, I mean, I pay for it. Sure. But yeah, like I'll just, like if I'm, you know, looking, I have something in my cart that I want, I'll be like, nah, I'll eat that now. And, and then you just pay for it? And I just pay for it. I just yeah. save the package. Sure. Because I inevitably finished it before I finished yeah. grocery shopping. <laughs> I'm gonna pay for yeah, this I've too. done that with I've done that with everything at the grocery. Like I've drank yeah. a beer in there. Like, I've never done it. I've never yeah, done it as an adult. Of, like I'm like, ah, eh, whatever. It's like a giant pantry for I've me. I've never done it as an adult, but I remember doing it as a kid. Yeah. So as a yeah. kid, I would like steal grapes. Oh yeah. You yeah. know, that's and, not like, that. Is that stealing? I mean, it, I guess like in the I guess most it, technical. I guess sense also in some places in the world they chop part of you off for that. <laughs> so I want to turn turn back to this idiot. Um, this guy. He is a monster, an absolute monster. Mm-hmm. Um, did you see the video with his stepdaughter or whatever no, it is, the adopted no, daughter? No. Absolutely 100% together. Just could not believe it. She stands there and she says, look, I, you know, I, I was saddened that this had to happen, but I'm absolutely happy that this was, this was done. And, uh, and I just want to make sure that this never happens to anybody else. So, you know, and she's yeah. just like, I was just like, what the f- Fuck, what? Really? Like someone who was repeatedly raped for that long? So together, so like, just, it, it, it's so, so, un, so unselfish, right? Yep. So selfless in a way to be like, it's not about me. It's about helping other people, making sure. I was just blown away. It's a great video. You kind of want to be like, yeah, but this was about you. You yeah. get to have this one yeah, be this about you. this about you. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, the reason why they found him, do you know how they found him? No. So they found him because they found some of his, they, they, they proved it because they had some of his semen oh, I, on the on the bed frame. Yeah, I did. I did and hear I, about that. I think what yeah. happened is, is that he looked up the wrong YouTube video on how to finish a bed frame. <laughs> and I think that's what happened is he looked up and he's like, oh, that's how you finish on a bed frame? Okay, I got it now. That's what yeah. I'm going to do now. <laughs> that's what? like, that's how a weird you? notch on the bed post, huh? right? Just yeah, well... <laughs> It certainly is. Splurp. Uh, like, wait, hold on. I got to count the stains. One, one two, oh, three. <laughs> what? How many licks does it take to yeah. get to the center of a bedpost? What, what I want to say, though, is how do you try to, because everybody's trying to say he's innocent, right? Like all his friends come in and say he's a man of God. Yeah. Everybody comes in and says, oh, he's, a, he's a, such a good guy. And then what do you do to argue against it? Be like, no, like, here's how it happened. Here's how you found my jizz on my daughter's bed. Fr- like, how the fuck do you like what okay by all right. accident like one day you're just like i was in my room and i fucking ah, i made and it shot through <laughs> the fucking like the grate of the heater and like it, it like the heater caught it and like spermiated the rest of the house so i'm sure if you dabbed all over you'd find it somewhere like what's your argument you guys it looks bad i'll yeah. admit that all right but i didn't rape my daughter what i did is i i just jerked off into my hand and i flung it at her <laughs> I threw it at her in her room to wake her up because she's always oversleeping yeah. for school. So I was like, what if I throw my fucking ejaculate at her? What, what the fuck? I don't know what I don't know what kind of side story I, I you have yeah. to have. What kind of Rube Goldberg <laughs> device do you need to if somebody finds your ejaculate somewhere? There should now. never be your ejaculate yeah. in kids' rooms. <laughs> like, is that something we have to say out loud? We have to say There's that? never been a time where it's like, hey. Make, I mean, like, how does that happen? You want to make Whoopi in the kids' room? Right? <laughs> I'm going to bench over that crib. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> okay, let's fuck in front of the nanny cam and watch Jesus it later. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't move the nanny cam into our room. No, okay. Yeah, okay, forget it. You know what? Yeah. Now, now the moment's gone. Yeah. <laughs> so you made this awkward for both of us, I think. What the fuck? This honey, honey so just turn your head a little bit. I can see your double chin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, this you guy's know, a de degenerate. Though. One of his, one of the supporters was like, this man needs his business. Oh, I know. He needs, I know. And then he says, he needs his, 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 his business needs him. His church needs him. His family needs him. I was like, his family does not need him. His family he checked out. He rapes his yeah. family. His family's like, I don't know. We're good. Right. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with the, with the current, uh, the current situation of the restraining order. <laughs> I feel like, like, I don't know who runs his business. Maybe his business needs him. I don't think his church needs him because, ew. But I can tell for certain is fucking at least one member of his yeah. family is like, yeah, one, I can do without. Yeah, one yeah, member of his family fucking nope the fuck out right. already. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, the, the thing that is appalling about this is that the Everything. judges, the judge is saying, yeah. he's a man of God. He's giving him a lesser sentence because he's a godly person. But and you know, that shouldn't even be coming into consideration. No. But you know, like, I, like there's this weird thing that happens where like, on the surface, we make a lot of noise about the special awfulness of sexual crimes, right? Yeah. Raping kids, just, you know, Raping. sex crimes in general. Raping. Raping, we're just like, that's a real bad thing. But then when it comes to sentencing, the sentencing is pretty fucking light for these crimes. Yeah. In general, oftentimes. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't match. Like, we, we have, we're like, on the one hand, like, our social attitudes towards drugs have liberalized. Most people are like, yeah, you know, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't this care big that fucking much. moral yeah. issue with it. You do you. Yeah. Right. But everybody has a big fucking moral issue with rape, right? Mm -hmm. And molestation and all of that. But the, the prisons are full of people who get stuck for fucking decades for selling drugs. And then we're paroling people that rape other human beings. Yeah. And we're giving them lighter than average sentences or lighter, lighter than mandatory sentences. We, it, it, all that strikes me as insane. Like, our moral outrage does not in any way seem to correlate to our sentencing guidelines. Sure. And I don't understand that at all. I, the world would not weep if this guy got 72 years. I don't think it would be a problem. And here's the thing. He's 41 years old. So he'll be out when he's 53. That's it. And with good behavior, it'll probably be less than that, yeah, right? With right. good behavior, yeah. he could six be out, out in six years, right? So you're talking 47-year-old man. He'll be out. It's not like the guy's 75 years old and a 12-year sentence is essentially a death sentence, right? right. It's not that. Right. It's 12 years is not a lot for a 40. Like, you can do this. And if he's nice in prison, I mean, we're talking about multiple rapes over two years' time. That's a horrible, horrible thing that this guy did. To his adopted to daughter. To his adopted he's daughter. He's an authority figure yeah. of his adopted It's just like everything is the worst. Oh. And he's like, this is a slap on the wrist compared to the crime. Absolutely. That, that's what I'm... Absolutely. If there was one word you would help, particularly women use more frequently, what would that one word be? <laughs> you. We're going to take two. <laughs> All right, this story comes from CBS News. This is the big story this week. Yeah, this, this is, is the a huge big story, thing, right? Ahead of Alabama abortion bill debate, Lieutenant Governor fights against rape and incest exceptions. Um, so this is now passed and signed. Yeah. So the, the governor of Alabama signed into law a uh, abortion bill in Alabama that basically is you can't have an abortion. You can't have an abortion. Yeah, you can't. If you know you're pregnant, you can't do it. Which, which is weird because so, you can't not know you're pregnant and get an abortion. I guess maybe the thing to do is just to show up, like on a regular to Planned Parenthood in Alabama, and be like, "Look, don't tell me 
But if I'm pregnant, here's the thing. I'm going to basically pay you to do some house cleaning, whether I need it or not. And what, you're, right. you're my maid. You're right. going to vacuum you go. me out every two weeks, whether I need it, or, need not. it or not. Yeah. Yeah. Just, it's just preventative maintenance. Scoop and toss. Keep the old thing running. This, you know, <laughs> just do your but thing. Don't you fucking tell me. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to come in with like those fucking gun headsets yeah, exactly. over your ears, yeah. you know, like yeah. la, 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 la. <laughs> Blinders on. Yeah. Look at a blast helmet on. <laughs> Got pregnant? Yeah, no, I don't no, know. I have no yeah, idea. I have no yeah. idea. There's a fight on this video. We're not going to watch the video, but there's a video here where they're fighting. The Democrats are fighting with them because they wouldn't even hear the amendment against abortion, against rape and incest. They wouldn't even hear it. They wanted to push it through with the rape and incest in not included. Yeah. So like that last story that we just covered, yeah. that is a 12-year-old girl who was yeah. raped by her father over yeah. the course of two years. Had that resulted in a pregnancy- she would in Alabama. She would now be well. Yeah. This will go to the Supreme it's, Court, it's, and it still. also well, it also has six months before it goes into effect. So, so it's yeah. never gonna. It's not gonna go into effect until it gets up to the Supreme Court. There'll be an emergency injunction against yeah. its implementation. Yeah. But still, the idea here would be like, yeah, that person, yeah, that person whose body is not prepared to deliver that baby, right? For whom being pregnant is an unsafe condition at that age, because it is an unsafe condition at that young of an age. That is now your legal responsibility because your fucking father raped you. Yeah. That's that is the morally justifiable action that Alabama has decided to take, right? Because yeah. and and if you get an abortion or if you give somebody an abortion 99 years. Yeah. That's the penalty for doctors in Alabama providing an abortion. 99 years. That good guy behavior that guy three. Yeah. That guy that guy raped good behavior 6 years. That guy who raped somebody his maximum penalty was 72. Mm -hmm. So raping your daughter for two years gets you a maximum of 72. This is what's fucked right now in this yeah. country. Fucked. Maximum fucking penalty, 72 years for raping your daughter. But giving a woman an abortion, providing an abortion under whatever circumstances, but let's just imagine the most like the circumstances where you can just be as sympathetic as possible no matter where you land on that's 99 years. Yeah. 99. And like, let's be clear too. Like, shouldn't matter why somebody wants one. Yeah. They want one. That's a, it's a, it's a, that's, that's it. That's the only question that needs to be answered. Do you want this? No. Cool. Have an abortion. The state has no fucking interest. There's no interest that the state has or anybody else has in getting involved in that fucking decision. Yeah. I, I, you know, I was a little, I got to say, when I heard about this and then in other states, they're doing these heartbeat bills yeah. with six weeks. A couple states did that recently. And these are all trying to roll the ball uphill, right? They're all trying to get Roe v. Wade on overturned, right? So that's the main purpose right. of these bills. They specifically wanted this bill to be, I guess, as crazy as possible so that they could get it before the Supreme Court as quickly as possible. Yeah. If they would have had to wait for these amendments, they would have had to wait until like a Monday or Tuesday or something like that to talk about it. And they wouldn't have had it on this woman's desk. A woman signed this into law. Yeah, the, the governor of, of Alabama is, is about a thousand-year-old yeah, woman. A thousand-year-old woman. Yeah. She signed this into law. Yeah. And so it would have never got onto her desk if that's the case. It would have just never shown up right. in the in time. They wanted to get it there as fast as they possibly could because they their goal is now to try to overturn Roe v. Wade. Now we have, you know, this is the perfect example. There's I saw some great stuff today. Um, and one thing that really was very poignant, there was just a tweet. It was a short tweet. And it was like, now you know I was, why I was crying on election night. 
was one of the one yeah. of the tweets. And you're just like, yeah. Now you know. Now you know why everybody knew this was going to happen, right? Yeah, we knew exactly. for sure. Yeah. We knew for sure that one of the seats that could have gone to a Democrat it was open, right? It was open for four hundred plus days yeah, with an a, a a Democrat waiting to sit in it, and they wouldn't fill it. Was filled by Gorsuch, so one of those seats was yep. al- was was already going to be a Democrat if Hillary had won. Trump got in, and then immediately Kennedy is yep. like, well, I'm going to retire too. Yep. And so we got a, a, a second uber conservative judge. So now we have two judges. Now, and that's not saying that Kennedy would have retired if it would have yeah, been. He, he might have yeah. just stayed yeah. stuck around, but I bet RBG. you we would have replaced RBG. She would have said, you know what? I'm a million. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I'm stepping down. But instead, she's going to tough it out and hopefully wait until the next term you right. know, or die in office or whatever. But she's, you know, so you're looking at a, at a position, you're looking at a, at a, at a shift right now that, was preventable, 100% preventable. It was preventable in the sense that even if nobody would have left, it would have been a Democrat in that seat. Mm-hmm. Even if nobody would have left and there would have never been any of these bills, none of that stuff would yeah, have happened. What if, okay, okay, and all that makes sense, but like, what if I like Bernie so much that I chose not to vote at all oh. in the general? Or what if I, I couldn't you. find a fucking stamp? I forgive Or what you. if I thought, maybe, you know what, I'll protest vote with Jill Stein. I'll forgive you. No, I won't fucking forget. Like, Nobody should forgive that. Like yeah. that's a look. Yeah, I don't. I'm just saying. Like if that's that, this is how you fuck. This yeah. is how that's fucked. Yeah, right? this is I, all those reasons. This is all those ways. Yeah, that. all those ways. Right. All those ways. Your laziness or your stubbornness. All those things fucked yeah. us. And yeah. they and they didn't just you know. Especially if you're a dude, you didn't fuck you. Yeah. You fucked all the women in the country and not in a good way. Yeah. And <laughs> now the, the ones that you could enjoy are stuck being pregnant. <laughs> not the so you, yeah, yeah. Well, and so. I was really disheartened though when I heard these bills going through. Yeah, right? it's, I, horrible. it's horrible. That's why. Right? Um, but I was really disheartened and I woke up and I have to say, I've curated my Facebook feed to really remove a lot of people that are very like, you know, I, I don't need to see a bunch of politics. I look, I research politics on my own. I don't need yeah, to see right. a meme, right? Mm-hmm. I don't I, So a lot of times people that are very political, I don't, I don't pay attention to. Yeah. I have a group of people that are low level political on occasion, but not really super political and mostly post funny stuff. Right. Right. So it's like my Facebook feed is a lot of stuff that amuses me. And I'll tell you what today it was nothing but, um, stuff about abortion and anti, like how, how this is a horrible thing and how women are under attack. It reminded me of how the very next day after nine 11, all those flags were up. Everybody had a flag up. Everybody was like, no, we're standing together, you know, sort of thing. Same thing here. It's like every, the day after, as soon as this happened, I just saw, and now granted it's a curated feed, Yeah. but I've seen this everywhere. I've seen everywhere people talking about this, talking about this particular awful bill that's been passed and standing up and saying, this is, this is fucking draconian and awful. You know, I do wonder if, you know, I'm going to, we're going to talk a little bit about some facts around the issue of abortion, like some, some social truths around the statistics here. But like, I do wonder if, if the, um, the egregiousness, the sort of nuclear option of all of this will galvanize people who have previously been ungalvanized, yeah. right? Yeah. If this will not create, because, you know, uh, at least 60%, depends on what polls you read, but at least 60% of Americans uh, want abortion to still be a thing, yeah. right? So most Americans. Yeah, it could be higher than poll, that. Yeah, almost right. seven, seven out of 10 sometimes. So, are like, yeah, abortion should fucking stay the law of the land. So yeah. It's a minority view. Yeah. The 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 hardcore anti-abortion shit 
That is a minority view. Also, really quickly, yeah. Roe has protections. Roe has a bunch of protections in it. The, the third trimester is off limits already because of Roe. So the third trimester across the land is already off limits. So the very fact that Roe v. Wade already has protections in it for the pro-lifers shows you that the people that are even, that are just, that are sort of mildly pro-choice are still like, yeah, I'm cool with Roe. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, and they and they should be because when you start looking at like abortion and, and, and who takes advantage of abortion, one in 25 or one in four women, 25% have an abortion. It's an incredible number of Americans have an abortion. One out of four women. Yeah. That crosses political boundaries. That crosses sure. uh, race boundaries. It crosses every boundary. One out of four women will have an abortion in their lifetime. It's incredibly common. It, we, it's, it's sort of sometimes made out to be this kind of like fringe thing that only certain kinds of people. That's like what the pro-lifers would have you think. Sure. And it's 60%, 59, I rounded up. So 59% of the women who have abortions are women who already have kids. Yeah. It's it's 60%. So they've, they've already had kids. And they already know how terrible it and is. And they know how bad it's right. how bad it is for everything. Like that's an informed fucking decision. The environment, right. their relationship, their pocketbook, and they're like, fuck that. Yeah. They're every yeah. yeah. I mean it it really is. It's yeah. so it is like we have this like social and we're joking around idea. about it. Right. But I want to I, I do yeah. want to say like like only a person, you know, only a person who understands that burden yeah. would understand what they're doing, right? They already have children that they presumably love. Yeah, right. And they're making that decision yeah, again. 60% of the, so one out of four have an abortion, 60% of, of those people already have fucking kids when yeah. they have an abortion. Right. So it's not this like uh, decision whether to be a mother or to have an abortion. Like 60% of the time, they're already moms. To, to, to one sure. kid or more than one sure. kid, what have you. We have a set of social ideas around who gets an abortion that is untrue. Yeah. It's untrue. It's it's so many of us. It's one out of four. Yeah. You know, it crosses political lines. It crosses racial lines. It crosses uh, uh, lines of, of wealth and, and, and economic class. So... We we are we we kind of we tell a story around abortion in this country that's an untrue story, and that doesn't help us when we think about these issues and we're not thinking about them clearly and we're not being honest about them. Abortion is also at an all time low in this country right now. You would you they would have you think that like there is this surge of people having abortions. Yeah. Abortions have fallen by twenty six percent since two thousand and five. Abortions have never been, the rate of abortions, yeah, rate of abortions have never, never been, been lower. I, I read that too this week, yeah. So like, we are already at a place where if you're anti-abortion, we're already doing the right things and we know the things that we can do socially to push that number lower. And that's good quality sex education, yeah. right? That's access to reproductive controls. Yeah. Like those things are the answer to unwanted pregnancy. And you and I talked about this before the show. The abortion issue has nothing to do with abortion. Yeah. This is about controlling women and about controlling sex. Yeah. Yeah, it's controlling sex. Uh, for me, I, one of the things that, that comes out is you think about who the people are that want to control sex because they find sex to be very powerful, right? Yeah. So they, they control the consequences of sex. They want to make sure that every time someone has sex, that there are consequences yeah. to that sex, whether they get pregnant, whether they get a, 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 a because they couldn't 
they they didn't want to provide uh, any kind of contraception or protection, they can get an STI. Or you know, we're talking about uh, we're talking about um, sex education. So again, that's another reason they they want to make sure that there's there's so many consequences and so much wrapped up into sex that there isn't this hookup culture, right? As an as a as an adult nowadays, there's plenty of people out there having plenty of casual sex. Right. That's a thing that's happening. There's apps that facilitate this casual sex, right? We have apps now that on your phone where you can just facilitate casual sex with someone else. That's a, that's a thing that right. can, we can do. We can we facilitate it with, with technology. But there's still a strong group of people in this country that I think through religious morality want to try to inflict their morals on everyone else to say how bad sex is and how you shouldn't do it until you're married. And if you do do it, God damn it, you should suck You should suck it up and suck those consequences up. And well, if you suck it up, well, you're not going to get an abortion. Or maybe the suck it up is after. Anyway. Maybe if you could, maybe if you put it in a turkey baster. And then, <laughs> but, but you know, the thing is, is like, like they want to make sure that they, that there's some stay inflict, that there's something inflicted. Yeah. There's something, there's, there's a baggage that comes with this yeah. sex afterwards. And I think it really does lead into their religious ideology. I'm sure that, that it it's yeah. all about, it's all about what I learned and what I find abhorrent as a kid. And when I get older and I see these guys using their, their apps to have sex, it upsets me. And I want to make sure that that those types of things aren't, that casual sex is not a thing of the future, that it stops. No, and it's it's so, it's 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 already a thing, right? It's been, and let's be real, like casual sex has been a thing for a fucking long time now. Casual sex will continue to be a thing. We should be looking at sex and saying, all right, if I had a med- medical magic wand and I could make sex consequence free from a medical perspective, should I do that? And that answer is an easy yes. You yeah. should do that. If there was a way to make sex consequence free, physically, medically, like we should hundred, like that's something, that's something we should drive for as a society. We should be working very hard to do that. Sex will likely always have social consequences, emotional consequences, but like we can eliminate at this point the medical consequences. We can get, we can come real close to getting rid of that. You know, we can get, we can get, come real close to getting rid of that primarily through education and access cheap to, to cheap resources that keep sex safe, that make sex safe. And we don't want to do that because we want to control. I think, I think a huge part of this is about that religious issue around sex and sexuality. And I think it's hugely about women's sexuality. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hugely. We want, what we want is a woman to be a fun box progeny incubator. That's what we want. We don't want anything else out of women. And we want to make sure that that they that they recognize. I mean, look at look at these bills. Look at for instance, even and now let's take this one out cuz this is a this is an outlier, yeah, right. right? This is an outlier. Let's talk about the 6 week bill for a second. 6 weeks means you're 2 weeks late. Right. Right? Yeah. So it could mean 2 weeks late as as much as as little as 2 weeks mm-hmm. late, right? And it could be, you know, if you had a, a miscarriage, it would just be like a heavy day. Yeah, it wouldn't right. be a, uh, you know, oh my gosh, I just shit out a kid. <laughs> like it would be like, like it's like you wouldn't notice. That's how little of a something is in you. I I, I will say like, I was thinking about this. I'm never going to get pregnant. Yeah. Right? I'm just, I'm a guy. I'm never going to get pregnant. I kind of feel like these bills, you watch the guys who like pass this. It's overwhelmingly a bunch of dudes. Yeah, it's right? dudes. It's a bunch of fucking yeah, dudes. Yeah, it's all dudes. And it's like, yeah, I mean, you don't have to face the fucking consequences. I shouldn't even, I don't have a conversation that I get to have 
around this other than, look, man, that is never going to be my problem. So you guys get to solve that. And I'm just going to hang out and like help. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause I, I literally can't, I can't do anything about it. But we talked about this before the show. If I am as a man, if I'm just looking at my own personal selfish best interests and I look at my own life and people are, are loath to do this, right? And they're loath to do this around a lot of topics. But I look at my own life and I think, man, what if the first time I had sex with somebody, I impregnated that person? You know? Would the world be better off if I had stopped my life at that point and raise that kid. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because we know statistically that the greatest indicator of educational success is the educational success of the sure, generation prior. Sure, yeah. We know statistically that the greatest uh, indicator of wealth and advancement, social advancement, is the wealth and social advancement of the prior generation that, that helped raise you. If everybody looked at themselves honestly and said, well, have I ever had a sexual experience that I would not want to result in a, in a pregnancy? Yeah that I have to stop my life and immediately... Almost everybody's raising their fucking hand on this, right? Yeah. It's like when you talk to people about drugs and they're like, yeah, I don't, I was, I don't, want, I don't want this or that to be legal, you know? Because when I was doing that, it was too intense. And you're like, oh, so you should have been arrested and yeah. thrown in jail. Right, right. Well, no. Well, no, no, no. Yeah. Because if it's illegal for one, it should have been illegal for you. The only difference is you didn't get caught. So you didn't have to face the fucking music. Yeah. So that's really the conversation is... Who faces the music? Whatever that music is, like abortion helps us make sure that we face the music when it's appropriate for us to do so at a time in our life when we're making a choice about whether or not that's the music we want to face now, right? I, I, as a selfish man, I do not want to be financially responsible for what you do when you're 16. You know what I mean? Yeah. For I don't, the rest of your life. Right. I was too stupid. Yeah. As I was a stupid, stupid person. Yeah. Like so many other people are stupid, stupid people. Yeah. And like my life would be worse and my progeny's life would be worse. Yeah. The world isn't better off without abortion. The world is worse off without abortion. I had a, a scare. My wife and I had a scare. We weren't married at the time, but when, when we were, you know, dating, I think we, we might even be enfianced at the time. I don't know. <laughs> But we we had a scare and we didn't know if we were gonna you know if she was pregnant or not. Right. And we're looking at we were both in college. I would have probably had to quit my school and you know we'd had to take care of a baby if that baby would have came. It's like it would have changed the whole trajectory of our lives. Our lives would have totally changed for the worse. Yeah. And it's not like yeah. it's not like we changed our minds about that later right. on. Now she didn't have to get an abortion because nothing nothing came of it, right? But right. we had a scare. We thought maybe we right. were you know she thought maybe she was pregnant. I say we. I didn't do anything except for fuck her, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, but you know, she had right. a scare. And so we have a, we, you know, you have this thing, you're right. You look back on your life and you think about these, these moments and it really does come down to, they don't want people to have these moments. They don't want you to look back on your life and say, oh, well you had sex when you were 16. Well, maybe there should have been consequences yeah. to that. That's what they want. Yeah. That's what they want. And you mentioned earlier, the guys, all the guys in the room that are passing this bill, the, the women in the room, Right as the bill passed, um, the next day they brought up this legislation where they said, you know what? Okay, fine. But anybody who's a victim of this bill, anybody who's, you know, can't get an abortion because of this bill, 
we should put together a bill to try to take care of all these kids that are not going to, you know, that we're now going to- nobody wants. That nobody wants, right? Like if, if you wanted to get an abortion, yeah. that's a kid you didn't want. Yeah. And her amendment was struck down by a vote of 23 to six. A shocking. Right? Shocking. So immediately after they said, okay, fine, well, let's take care of the kids then. But no, the the in the same, it, it, basically on Tuesday- this amendment was immediately shot down. It would a bill that would require the state to provide free prenatal and medical care for mothers who had been denied an abortion by the new law, 23 to six shot down. That tells you everything you need to know about how these laws work. They don't, and who they're targeting. Yeah, they don't care about these kids, right? They don't give a shit about these kids the moment they're born. This is all about sex. It's not about, it's never yeah. been about the kids. It's not about the kids because they don't care about the kids once they're out. They don't give a shit. They only care about the, the, the unborn fetus. That's all they care about. This story's from the Washington Post. The Supreme Court now has cover to cut back on reproductive rights without having to overturn Roe. So as we talked about before, you know, these bills have become ever more restrictive and the Alabama bill being the most egregious. Yeah. And the idea is to kick this up to the Supreme Court. So the Supreme Court, with its five to four uh, conservative majority, will overturn Roe. That's the hope yeah. of these, these arch conservatives, right? It is entirely possible, however, that the Supreme Court will find themselves in something of a pickle because yeah. they're going to have to say, shit, am I going to establish a precedent that I don't listen to precedent? That I, that I am overturning precedent without really good legal cause, the likes of which was, you know, it's typically something, if precedent's overturned, it's typically because there's uh, new evidence or new facts which were unknown at the time the precedent was established or, you know, new cultural understandings um, which were, uh, you know, represent a title shift in how we think about the rights of other people. Um, you know, Plessy versus Ferguson to the Brown versus Board would be like an example of that. Like, this really doesn't fall into those categories. Sure. So now they're going to have this awkward decision. And what they could very well do is strike down the most egregious of these bills, the Alabama and Georgia bill being the two the most two egregious, awful ones, right? Yeah. Two awful, most awful countries in our states in the union. So it makes sense. But then they could grant the pro-life crowd some big wins by saying, okay, well, your bill on heartbeat is not a bill against abortion. What it is is a bill that restricts the timeline related to an abortion. And that has already been somewhat established with the third trimester establishment, yeah. right? And so all we're doing is changing that based on new medical evidence around viability. Right. For example, viability, yeah. they, and that's a lie, but they could make that commentary and they could dramatically curtail access. Yeah. They could also dramatically reduce, uh, there, there's a bill that says, you know, you have to have admitting rights in a hospital in order for you to perform an abortion, even though that, yeah. had, even those two, those two things are not make, linked make, yeah, right, yeah. in any way, they could uphold that, right? And by doing that, they can effectively reduce the number of places where an abortion can happen. So they can dramatically curtail access to abortion in this country while still keeping Roe v. Wade, you know, intact. Yeah. And it's, that's a scary thought too, because yeah. that's the cake and eat it two moment for the back, conservatives. There's backdoor ways, you know, they're getting a back alley, you know they're getting a back alley abortion overturn. Here. Is the lesson here that if you want to avoid the abortion, stick to the back door? Yeah. Is that <laughs> you know what they need to do is they need to put all of these bills 
into a big machine and then they should fish one out with a coat hanger <laughs> and see which one, whichever one they pull out, they should keep oh that one. God. They keep that one instead. That uh, way, it's like the crane game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the baby's first uh, words, the claw. <laughs> That's a Toy Story joke. Uh, the, uh, the, the overturning precedent is the thing that blows me away yeah. because, you know, it's like when you were a kid and you're like, okay, let's just do rock, paper, scissors to see who gets the last cookie. And then you lose your like best two out of three. <laughs> like, best three out of five. Best five out of seven. Best 71 yeah. out of 75. <laughs> How many times do you have to, you know, keep doing this over and over and over again? It's like, it's like you already lost this and he lost it in recent memory. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. In my lifetime. Yep. Right. It's been lost. So, you know, like you say, there's nothing new that's going to make it seem like there's, you know, the only thing that has changed, the only thing that I could say has changed is you can probably have a more viable baby now at earlier. a young, earlier age. Yeah. And, you know, look, I don't want to, that's not a fight I'm willing to fight, whatever. But I, I know for sure there's already, like I say, Rose already got protections for the third trimester, right? So like that's already off limits. So I don't understand. I mean, the, the, the middle ground is the, is the second trimester, but these people aren't, they're jumping straight past. They're like, no, we want most of the first trimester too. Well, and in Alabama, they want the whole fucking Well, in Alabama, trimester. they're just like, no, you can't do yeah. it. Like, look, woman, you're just going to be, just when you, women, when you come into Alabama, just take your shoes off. <laughs> just take it. You, you don't have to wear shoes Although in Alabama. that does presume that somebody had shoes once in Alabama. Very true. Shoes and teeth, not a thing they have in Alabama. It's so funny because like you're tempted to think about Alabama as the worst state in the union. And then that's demonstrably confirmed time yeah. and time right. again, okay. right? Well, I saw somewhere and I don't know how true this is, right? Because it's a tweet, but it was funny. It was like, uh, it said something about uh, you could tell how much they care about children because of the 50th in education. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, I mean, it's a, it's a garbage state. It's a garbage state. Yeah, and it's, it's a, a very, state. very poor state. Yeah, it's a garbage state. Yeah. One of the things that this is going to be affecting is, is more poor women than rich women. Right? Oh, yeah. Right. Rich women have access to leave the state. You know, I know that they're saying, let's, you can't tell anybody, right? But the, the, the trick here is going to be, if this thing does go through, is that the rich lady's not going to tell anybody and she's going to fly to Chicago for a spa day. Right, yeah. <laughs> and she's going to have her spa day. Yep. And then she's going to fly back home. And that's the reality. Abortion issue has always disproportionately affected people of less means because people with yeah, means- than, They're going to make it. They're the, people that are, the people that yell and scream about abortion. Those yeah. same people- oftentimes have abortions sure. themselves and they have the, well, when it was me argument, well, that's I was it. different. You yeah. know, in my case, it was different. I wasn't doing it because I was a fucking trollop and a whore like all these women walking right. past me. Exactly. When it was me, such and such, blah, 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 yeah. right? And when you're fucking wealthy, it's always like, well, look, I mean, I can just go to wherever. Like, if you've got means, you just hop on a fucking airplane. You can go where you can leave the fucking country and go do it, right? It's yeah. like, doesn't matter. How big a fucking deal is it? Yeah. To be perfectly honest, like, like a thinking about it, it's like, yeah, I, there's no credit card I wouldn't run up. You know what I mean? In order to get that problem taken care of. But so many people don't even have that option. They don't have the option to put themselves into debt to do this. Yeah. And it, it does come down to, it does come down to empathy, right? The, the, those people are too narcissistic to have that Yep. that empathy to think about other people and to think, oh, well, what would it be if they were in this situation? Instead, they put themselves and they say, oh, well, when it was me, it was different. So um, to show our solidarity with uh, with Planned Parenthood and with, uh, with pro-choice movement, 
Uh, Tom and I are going to donate $500 to uh, Planned Parenthood tonight. We encourage everybody else to do it too. Take yeah. a little bit of money this week. Um, if you have a little extra, donate to Planned Parenthood or ACLU because they're going to be the ones who are fighting this 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 in yeah. the Supreme Court and hopefully all the way up to the Supreme Court. And it's hopefully they're they're going to be eloquent enough to make sure that precedent does not get overturned. Um, but the money will be helpful to make sure that happens. So we're going to donate to Planned Parenthood tonight. We encourage you to do the same. Buy someone an abortion. Yeah. For Christmas. Yeah. Buy someone an abortion. An abortion certificate. <laughs> she get an abortion punch card and like the little punch is just like a baby. You get a free coffee out of 10 of them. <laughs> so, but just to, to piggyback off of this, uh, this entire abortion discussion we've had, we're going to put a, a link to an article. Um, the article's from The Cut and it's what can you do to help women in states with extreme abortion bans? It gives you a list of things to do, donate to grassroots organizations and it lists several grassroots organizations it talks about how you can volunteer and it talks about ways to speak out. Um, we're going to post this on our website as a, uh, a resource for people. So if you're interested, check out the show notes for this episode. It's 470. The people writing them have no fucking idea how the internal reproductive system works. That's why I'm going to do something that should have been done decades ago. I'm going to teach sex ed to senators. Welcome to class, you fucking idiots. Time to learn about vaginas, cycles, and why Charlotte from Sex and the City was sad for two whole seasons. All right, this story comes from Fox News. Alabama has gone too far with Jesus. extreme abortion bill. Crazily, says Pat Roberts, Cecil. Well, you know, when I first read this, yeah. headline alone, Yep. you're like, holy shit, really? Yeah, I know. But it's not really. It's what Pat Robertson is saying is that this is a little too extreme tactically. Right. It's not that it's too extreme for his tastes. Right. It's not that he thinks that there shouldn't be, a, that there should be some level of abortion even for rape and incest. It's not that at all. If you listen to what he asked to say, instead it's, yeah, I think this might be a tactical blunder on our part. To do something this draconian may cause may may splash back in our face. That's what he's saying. So we've got a bunch of people this week who sent us messages about this like can you believe Pat's on our side? He's not on our side. He's not. What I think is interesting about this is that he's a televangelist who's now revealed himself to be a moral pragmatist. <laughs> right? Really interesting, right? Yeah. And and like that's not allowed. Right, like, like from your theological perspective, sure, you cannot be a moral pragmatist. Morality is a series, particularly in your book, of black and white. Sure, yeah. And so, to take a tactical, pragmatic viewpoint over a moral issue, right. it could be. Well, I might agree that that's more useful. Yeah. Right. In terms of getting shit done. Yeah. I also don't have to subscribe to a system of ethics. You don't which doesn't have wiggle room. So there's a possibility, you're absolutely right, there's a possibility he's going to catch some blowback from this. But it is not the same thing, and that is something that people have been talking about. It's not the same thing as him saying, like, this is a draconian law. Right. He doesn't think that. No. He, make no mistake, Pat Robertson's not the type of person who wants there to be abortion. Right. He does not want abortion. And he he does not strike me, at least from what I heard, and especially in this in this piece of tape that he talks about it, he does not strike me as the type of person who would care whether or not that abortion was was due to rape or incest. He doesn't strike me as a he, no. I don't. He think seems so either. like that person who would say those types of oh, those types of 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 uh, designations, those types of restrictions don't make any sense. Very probably. What's interesting about Pat Robertson is he's not a literalist, though. Like Pat Robertson is not a creationist. He's not a six thousand year right. literalist. So right. 
he may allow himself some of that pixie choosy moral pragmatism. He might allow this. This is clearly, like I you said, know. you're clearly right. He yeah. is absolutely coming right. at this from a pragmatic standpoint. Right. You're absolutely right. Maybe he is okay with it for rape and incest. I don't know. I know that there are Christians who are. There are some. There yeah. are some. But Pat Robertson has been screaming about this That's for true. decades. That's true. And this has been- Like the, dozens of decades. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dozens of decades. <laughs> <laughs> He's like hanging out with Abe Lincoln. <laughs> hey, the future will have him. Okay, all right, all right. Somebody, somebody, pull his ears over his mouth. Jesus Christ, his jowls are already <laughs> flapping. The fucking last shot hasn't been fired in the Civil War yet. <laughs> this guy though. He's a one-issue voter, for Christ's sakes. I mean, if you go back through his tape for years and years and years, there's, well, I'd say two, there's basically two issues. No gays, no abortions. That's what you could basically boil down all of Pat's thoughts to. Which is crazy, because if you want less abortions, if you have more gays. The gays seem like the, they seem like the right avenue. Natural, two gay dudes don't get a lot of abortions. Two lesbians, very few abortions. You seem like natural allies. Right. <laughs> you know? I know. I, wouldn't that be funny? It's like, I'm fucking so pro-life that I'm so fucking pro-gay. Like, I'm just like, I don't, I so don't want there to be abortions. I don't even want there to be pregnancies. That's how much I hate abortion is I hate pregnancy. The fuck are you doing? Fuck you. Oh, God, Cecil. We're not done talking about abortion, Tom. Fuck this is the ab abortion show. This whole show is an abortion. <laughs> this show's been an abortion. <laughs> you know, this story comes from the friendly atheist. If you ever had reason to doubt that Michigan is worthless, first you've got yeah. you got a couple options. Okay. One, you can go to Michigan and look around. Sure. And once you find that there is nothing redeemable or worthwhile there, yeah. you will have understood. Everybody that goes to Michigan, Michigan, have you ever seen the GIF of uh, when when John Travolta in Pulp Fiction comes out of the bathroom and he looks side to side for Uma Thurman and he can't find her? That's what happens every time somebody goes to Michigan. <laughs> they drive in, they get out of the car, they look one way, they look the other, they kind of shrug, and then they just go another place. Yeah. Michigan has a nice area, which is the stretch of homes that are the vacation homes around the lake for yeah. people oh, from yeah. Illinois. Oh yeah, it's beautiful. Those yeah. are very nice yeah. because nobody lives there full time. Yeah. That's why they're nice because everyone <laughs> leaves with any fucking sense. And then you have all the rest of Michigan yeah. that it, if it's not a craft brewery doesn't count as useful. <laughs> it doesn't. I've spent uh, so much time in my life yeah. in Michigan. I have family I did like in Michigan. That city. I did like that one city. Grand Rapids. Yeah. yeah. Grand I like Rapids that one is because it's full of craft breweries yeah. and a college. Yeah. Like that one was okay. That's the rest all, yeah. of the city, Detroit's garbage. And I don't know if Detroit using the word is, city to describe Grand that's Rapids. That's The little town, the hamlet. That right. was the city. Yeah. The, the, Detroit is hot garbage. Detroit oh is the worst. At least when I was there, you know, fit, I know it was like, it was sooner than that, maybe eight years ago. I was just like, this place I can't sucks. think of a single thing that's made it better in the last eight like, years. That sucks. So in Michigan, this actually happened. A Michigan lawmaker um, discussing in another abortion bill, which basically said that, that a dilation and extraction would be uh, disallowed under a new law and they'd have to use other methods for abortion. Dilation extraction is the most common method of abortion in the second trimester, right? So um, it's a very, very common method of, of, of abortion. Um, but they, they said, okay, we're gonna have to use these other methods. And they were like, well, there's other methods fucking hurt more hurt full of complications. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're less safe yeah. they're, and they're unnecessarily painful. So this Michigan lawmaker said, it should hurt. Yeah, it should be painful. It should be painful. Yeah. 
So to get to your yep. your point earlier, yep. 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 about like consequences. Is this about control? Yep. Is this about consequence? Is this about shame? Yeah. It's a hundred fucking percent about all of those things. Hundred percent. They should make them wear those red outfits right. from the Handmaiden Tale. Because right. what is the purpose of pain except to punish unnecessary pain? You know, pain that's not medically necessary that's being inflicted upon somebody is being inflicted upon them in order to punish some transgression. When do we do that? Other than this, what is this? Like Michigan is suddenly like a BS BDSM. <laughs> like, it's like you're gonna fucking like it. I'm gonna hurt you, and you're gonna like it. My fucking safe word is baby. <laughs> That's my, <laughs> my safe word is I'm leaving Michigan. That's the only way to be safe if you're yeah. a woman. Like the fucking exodus of people that have left it in the past. I want to read exactly what she wrote uh, to you guys so you don't think that we're mischaracterizing. She said, uh, of course it should be hard. And she's not talking about no, what happens before, in order to create the abortion. Not before. Right? This is an after. Of course it should be hard. And the procedure should be painful. And you should allow God to take over. And you should deliver that baby. She is also specifically talking about um, stillborn oh. delivery. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, let's prolong that agony for those women. And, and that and that emotional agony. And also the incredible amount of danger that that poses for a woman to become septic and all the rest of the oh, issues. Oh, yeah. No, that that's great. That. Let's do that. It's a horror. Yeah, it's let's, a fucking let's horror. Let's punish women who lost their child. Yeah, right. It's like, it's the worst. It's the worst. And the reason I grabbed this story is because she says, and you should allow God to take over as if God gives a shit about women dying in childbirth. Yeah, no kidding, right? right? If he gave a shit, he would have made that. He would have fixed the body a little better to make it easier, more facilitate birth. Right. We wouldn't have this weird, we're supposed to be sideways, but we're standing up anyway spines. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Our whole bodies would be different. Yeah. Like everything about our fucking structure would be like, this is the halfway point. Yeah. Right? The human body right now is in its halfway point. <laughs> we are not done cooking. You know, what's funny is like, like you look at all kinds of animals, right? All kinds of animals. Right. Look at our like natural birth rate. Yeah. Like natural birth rate without any kind of, you know, help. It's not that women just easily can do it. No. Like, oh, the, the Lord, no. No. And yeah. look at, and look at, roll back in history of how many babies died during childbirth, how many women died during child. Start rolling back through history. It ain't an easy process, period. You don't even have to roll back in history. Just roll back into some parts of the world that don't have access to, yeah. to, medicine, and I'm talking about like Mississippi. Yeah, you know? I was going like, to say the part of the yeah. United States because uh -huh. our rates Appalachia. are not great. Our oh, rates no. are not great. What's the worst in the entire industrial Industrial worst. Yeah. There's, there's no great. Western nation yeah, that has, they're not that great. has better outcomes so, or worse outcomes. So yeah, we have, yeah, we have terrible outcomes as it is. Yeah. The the idea that you're going to like, like shame these women, this is all, I mean, and just think about every single piece of abortion legislation that gets passed, but think about it this way. You know, all those like, I got to stick a fucking sonogram dildo up you and right. look at, you got to look at your baby in the face and tell me you don't want it. <laughs> shit. Like all the terrible shit. Wait, you got a waiting period. You've got all this other stuff. Every single one of these laws is a shame law. All these laws, all these things that we make, all these hoops that we make women jump through, they're all about shaming the woman. All about making the woman being like, you know what you're doing. We're basically rolling up a newspaper and hitting him in the nose with it every time we pass one of these bills. You know, if one out of four women has had an abortion, maybe there needs to be some kind of, you know, think about the Me Too movement while you're talking, right? Like, and about shame and about, you know, like one of the, one of the big, like, successes of the Me Too movement was to humanize and to show the ubiquity of um, 
sexual abuse, sexual assault, you know, all of that. Like, to, and so when that when that sort of be, went viral, yeah, all of a sudden, you know, you looked around and it was virtually everybody you knew had a story. And I, I wonder, and I think I'm thinking too about like the um, like the LGBTQ movement, right? Sure. To like you know come out because you know somebody, you know, so on, humanize it. Yeah. I wonder if if one out of four women. I wonder if it's like if we need some kind of viral Me Too movement around abortion. Yeah. Where we can look or we really look around and say like, fuck, mom, you had an abortion. Yeah. Holy shit, mom. Yeah. You had an abortion. Oh my god, grandma. Holy shit, my sister. Yeah. Fuck, my wife had one. Yeah. Holy shit. And now all of a sudden we humanize it, right? Yeah. We see all the people. We put a face to it. We get we can we can now connect with our there's there's some connection and empathy. Destigmatize. Yeah. If one out of four women is having an abortion, but we still we still think of it in these sort of like grotesquerie terms. Yeah. These sort of like untrue social terms. Like maybe part of it, maybe part of getting around this shame shit. Yeah. So that this stuff goes away is like to be like, holy fuck, yeah, your cousin had one. Yeah. You know, you're like someone you love had an abortion. Yeah, that is a true thing that I just someone you yeah. love had an abortion. Yeah, yeah. I I, I wonder. There, so we might get an email this week that says there is already a hashtag. If there is, we'll, yeah, I'm sure we'll, I, we'll yeah. promote it. But if some if there is some hashtag out there, that should be something that someone yeah. in some way, you know, that you're you're absolutely right. There should be some way to to connect it to a human face to be like, oh, it's not just trollops. Right. It was mom. Yeah. Yeah. Because 60% of the time it is mom. Yeah, because it's mom. Yeah. That's just a true statistic. The Lord said to me, Basta! Yeah. I'm telling you, it's enough. Basta, Satan. Yes. Basta. Basta. Oh. Oh. Thank God we're shifting gears, buddy. This is the best this, shit, dude. This is from Esquire.com. Esquire, by the way, I subscribe to it. I, I it's a wonderful magazine. It's a, like the articles in Esquire are really good. So I don't know, like I don't like to pimp something, sure. but like I really fucking like that magazine. It's really good. This evangelical prayer coin grift is what the age of Trump is all about. So this is Lance Walnew on the Jim Baker show. Yeah. Selling a coin to help you pray more gooder. All right. So here we go. This is Lance. And this is a, this is a video from Right Wing Watch. It's embedded in Twitter. How many of you have been praying? All across America. How many have been praying? This coin. Is I like that they just panned out to the audience and there was two hands up. Like, the, rest of, <laughs> the rest of the people on the live Jim Baker show were like, I don't know, man. They said there'd be free lunch. Yeah. <laughs> and we showed up and it feels weird. I want to eat now. one of these buckets that's on the stage. Look at how big those buckets are. Oh Jesus Christ. Do you think that like Cecil? Oh, oh my God. Cyrus Trump bundle. Cecil. What's Cecil. a Cyrus Trump bundle, Tom? I don't know. But hold on. Hear hold me out. I got to look it up okay. now. Okay. All right. What would be the Patreon goal to try to get on to a live taping of the Jim Baker show? I want to I want to be in the studio audience for the Jim it's Baker. It's got to be enough to get us out of jail. I think that it's got to be enough then. What what would that Patreon goal be? So for for $450, you can get the 13 Cyrus Trump bundle. Here's what comes with it. All right. It better come with 13 things. 13 Cyrus Trump coins, 13 Cyrus Trump booklets, 13 evening service with Dr. Lance Wallanu, and the evening service looks like a video? 
Oh, God. So you get 13 of Wait, each. Wait, did that say Dr. Lance Wall? Yeah, Dr. Lance Wall. Doctor Wallow. of what? I don't know. But it's a, he put doctor in front of his name, so. Well, look, watch me do that. Dr. Tom. It's, I just, can we? Can Dr. We? Cecil, tell me some more about can this. Can we just, here. okay, first, before we move on, talk yeah. about the coin. I want to show you what this coin looks like, All Tom. Right. It's literally my favorite coin image. It is Droopy Dog Trump. You've got to see an image of this. Oh. <gasps> I'm buying it. Oh my Look God. Look at how sad that Trump looks. <laughs> Cecil, can we buy just one? No, I don't think so. And I don't want to give him $45. I don't want to give him $45, I don't give him $45 either, but I want that coin. No, what I think we can do is maybe just print it out and then cut it out and po post it on the wall or yeah, something. Yeah, I don't want to give him any money. No, but I, want, I, I don't want to give him any money. I either. want that coin so bad. It's unintentionally amazing. The 70-year decree Cyrus Why does he look Trump so sad? I, doesn't he look so sad? He looks he like so sad. He, he looks like that cartoon dog who's like, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. <laughs> like, he looks like that dog. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. The 70 year decree. So anyway, so that's, that's what they're selling. They're hawking this coin and evidently you can get 13 of them along with a bunch of other garbage for $450. So when they say it's a $45 coin, it might be $45 individually, but you can get a group rate. Oh, you get a these, discount on that's these like, coins. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, that's a good deal. Is our point of contact. When I asked the Lord why the coin, the Lord said, "Because when you take the coin, it's <laughs> a true Because you'll fucking buy one, you goddamn suckers! Oh my God, how you could you be in this audience, suckers? <laughs> how could you be in this audience <laughs> and not realize that he's like just selling you? First off, it's it, what is he trying to sell you? He's trying to sell you a coin to focus your prayer on Trump. He's selling you a talisman. Yes, he's selling. Like this guy's selling you a fucking like a. He's talent. literally selling a engraved image, yeah, right? It's right. not graven, no. but it is an engraved image. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, you fucking yahoos in the audience yeah. should be like, well, wait just a minute <laughs> yeah. now. You would think that they would magic coins. Yeah. First off, magic coins is amazing. By the way. <laughs> That's amazing. It's like it's like American gods. Somebody's pulling these Trump coins out uh, of the air, right? <laughs> Oh, like if you bury it, will a fucking beanstalk come out of it? <laughs> no, but you could raise your dead wife. <laughs> the point of contact. So your faith is being released with a million other believers. All right. Well, Tom, That's gross. Can you read uh, the Isaiah here? Can you read that? Thus saith the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I take hold of, to subdue nations before him and to strip kings of their armor, to open doors before him so that gates shall not be shut. That's the that's the engraving on the back of this coin. Isaiah 45.1. He's the 45th president. I don't know. There's no coincidences, Tom. There's no. And it, the out. Bible is a short book that yeah. only has the number 45 in it probably once. Like one time. So like yeah, one you time. definitely couldn't yeah. fucking hunt and peck for something you found interesting sure. and could print out a coin <laughs> to sell to idiots. <laughs> I know we're not supposed to victim blame, but if you buy this coin, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> this is like, if you pay for this coin, you get what you deserve. You, this is like, you get what you do deserve. Do you remember watching fucking daytime TV? And yeah. it's like, the U.S. Mint has issued a rare coin, yeah. and this one has a bald eagle rubbing <laughs> its nuts on the flag. They're only going to print <laughs> 900. I would buy so fast. Oh, my God. Somebody in the audience has to draw us an image of a, of a minted coin of a bald eagle rubbing its nuts on a flag. I will send you $45. <laughs> do you remember that shit? It's I like, do. I do. Like, 
You can also get this engraved plate. Yeah, this exactly. Plate yeah. So good at your home. Next, next to your, your coin life alert bracelet. <laughs> next to, next you to your coin fuck. collection. Yeah. To pray protection and peace and wisdom and counsel over the president of the United States and over his family. Mm-hmm. That's our point of contact every day right. when you see it. Remember. Yeah. Because yeah. God, God is up there like, look, there's no way I'm going to be able to get this to Trump unless you put a quarter in. <laughs> I am a coin operated prey machine. That's what I am. So unless you insert your little coin, there's no way I'm going to be able to get this prayer to the right place. Now, I'm a little confused because I'm a Bronze Age God and that's a gold coin, but I will take it. I will. I will Y'all take it. Y'all heard about the golden rule. <laughs> now, I don't have swipe just yet, but I... I you know, I don't want to pay those fees. That's the thing. I don't want, I'm just a little old school. You can, but you can Venmo me. <laughs> I'd put something in your in your hand yeah. that you have a role in. That's why we've got to pray because they think we're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is a savable clip. We have, oh, oh yeah. my God, is that a sale? Ian, if you're listening, I need you to save that clip that for clip future reference. Perfect. Oh my God, it's amazing. How is this different than a rosary? Right. It's the right? same thing. Except so, for wait, rosaries, I don't think are $45, are they? Oh, I, I don't know. I have no idea. But it's a talisman you you hold in your hand and pray with. I wonder what. Can you buy them on Amazon? Rosaries? Yeah. Okay. I guess they are more expensive than $45. Are they really? I'm looking at one right now that's $124. Oh my God. Really? Yeah. I'm looking at another one here that's $5,200. Fuck you. Yeah. Holy shit. Some of them are as $40. This one here is $40 and it's a black. It looks like black. Here you go. Look it. So this one's $40. $40. Oh, I like this. Rugged rosaries. Oh, this one's good because it's a black monk rosary and you get a poem. You get a free poem and optional medals. You get a bunch of different optional medals. Oh, wait, is it very strong? Let's see what the talismanic properties of this are. Very strong and beautiful paracord rosary with an all blackout military grade 550 paracord. Paracord, very strong, rugged, masculine. I love that bullet point. Very Ugh. strong, rugged, masculine. This is a man's rosary, motherfuckers. No women are carrying this Jesus rosary Jesus Christ. With their vaginas. My dick ab- grew three ab- sizes. Abortions. Just looking at this fucking rosary. Speaking of abortions, let's Prayed go back to for a to bigger that. dick. Let's go. <laughs> but we're actually the sane ones. Right. That's and right. And so we're praying. We're going to pray. This, the teaching... That is here, this coin yes. is a point of contact, yes. this uh, 24 karat gold plated coin. And uh, by the way, I had gold plated. Yeah, no, it's not. He's not going to get a fucking gold coin for $45. I, no, I know that, but I love too, like, it's like a 24 karat gold plated. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So it's got a fucking micron of gold on <laughs> yeah, it. I had exactly. to, uh, I couldn't uh, copy the Sanhedrin model. I told them I would do an original. So we found uh, a nicer picture of the president to use. So oh, that's we good. have our own re- version of it. It is the saddest little like fucking Debbie Downer picture of Trump I've ever seen. It looks like he looks like he's trolling. Yeah, doesn't it? It really does. It really feels like he's making fun of other people. Seriously, listen, stop. You got to look at this video. Go to the notes. You got to look at this video. Yeah, the picture of Trump. Like it's the it's super unflattering. Yeah, he looks all like fucking waxy. You can also and, like and you also fat. looks like he's got a yeah like a, like a couple chins under there. Is that a ball sack under his chin? What and is that? He's seriously looking down at like yeah. a ten degree angle and he looks sad as fuck. Yeah, he looks it looks like Melania just fucking yeah, left. It, it just <laughs> what uh, we want to do is we want to be able to 
start, Jim, this movement. We've got 16 months. It's, this, this battle for the future of America has already started, 16 to 18 months. We're already in it. We're in the battle right now. We need to be praying now and not captive to gloom or anxiety right. or fear, but f- channeling our, our optimism. But I'm a, if you're afraid, buy this coin yeah. so you feel it. Don't be subject don't, to fear. Yeah, don't be afraid. This coin will make you feel less Once fear. you have this coin, the fear goes away. What I'm doing is selling you yeah. the fear to tell you not to be fearful. It's like when you cut garlic and then you take stainless steel and you rub it. All you have to do is rub this gold on your body <laughs> and it pulls the anxiety right out of you. The other thing that he doesn't want you to know is that if you put a feather in your trunk, you can fly. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> You abs- oh my God, it wasn't the feather all along. I'll tell you what, if you buy this coin, I do not put that past you. <laughs> I would be like, no, that someone jumped off a building with a feather and they bought this coin the week before. And I absolutely believe that. Jesus Christ. I'm in the direction of God's begun a miracle. Let's keep that miracle going. Wait, how does it, wait, God's begun a miracle. But, out on but me. now I've got like, <laughs> like, what did he like give us a push and now we got a row? Like what is happening? So, uh, it sounds like yeah. Adam and Eve has changed and they are not swinging for the fences anymore. They are not. Cecil, they have other offers, bigger, girthier offers. Bigger, wider, you wetter. Know, once, one, you know, the thing is, is what you want is more. So you can put them in different places. That's you what I hear like, a lot. I want a, more. You need more. You like, gotta, I can't. Yeah, and here's the thing. Do that. Adam and Eve will plug you up airtight. <laughs> I will tell you that right now. If you, you get, first off, you're going to get 50% off almost any item. You're going to get a 10 free gifts from them, a sexy item for him, special gift for her, and a third item you're both going to enjoy, and six spicy movies, just in case your internet goes down one day and you really, really need to see some porn. They will send you six movies on physical format. You can't lose them. You really, you can't. This, this is the thing. Yeah. This is apocalypse porn. It is. Right? This is exactly what when, it is. When the yeah. shit hits the fan yeah. and you've got like your fucking exercise bike you're using to power your yeah. fucking personal right. grid. Right. You know? Yeah. At least you'll have some spank material. You got it. Like, yeah. You can go out like that guy in Pompeii who jerked it and he's the ash <laughs> of the just, guy who died. It's just the ash of the dude holding his that's own That's epic cock. as fuck. That dude is, that dude just fucking, he just owned that shit. Yeah. Right? Fuck you, world. <laughs> jerking and I'm going out. But if you want to jerk it and go out, I always tell when somebody finishes by looking at the ash. <laughs> <laughs> all you have to do is type in Gloria Checkout. That's G-L-O-R-Y. And you'll get all of that free stuff, 50% off any item and free shipping. Atheist, this is uh, Ken Ham. The gay wedding on Arthur will capture kids and pervert their minds. Uh, real quick, Cecil, I know you don't, uh, have kids, so you don't probably have a lot of experience watching Arthur. Yeah, this For looks those... adorable. By the way, the the photo of this oh, image looks adorable. It's a sweet kids show about like aardvarks and bear. Like it's it's, it's a about, PBS show, huh? Yeah, it's a PBS cartoon oh. with anthropomorphized like aardvarks and shit. Is this for little little kids? Yeah, it's like a preschool type okay, show. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they walk around and then, you know, they chit chat with each other and they're in school and it's kind of generally inoffensive. Like yeah. that's Arthur's whole thing is that it's generally inoffensive. Okay. So it like, it's the sweetest, most forgettable show. What's that show with the kid who has cancer? Caillou. That's go, it. Fuck him. So, okay. Caillou is like Caillou. Sh- Caillou should be 
moved out of the anthropomorphic realm and into the real world so he could be executed in front of people on national television. That show is like an earworm of a show. It gets lodged in your fucking head in the most annoying possible ways. Caillou is the drawing of every kid you've ever hated. <laughs> like every annoying tick and habit of every so, shitty kid so you never kid. liked. So yeah, a kid. right. It's yeah. just basically a, it's a basically perfect a character, perfect of, a character, character yeah. of a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate Caillou. But you can't hate Arthur. It's a yeah. sweet little show. Yeah. It's adorbs, but it turns out Ken Ham is upset because I guess they had a gay marriage in the show. And oh, in the show- aardvark yeah, people. Well, I mean, again, but you're like, you know, you've got to genderize them, right? <laughs> right, yeah. So they, they they give them a gender and they say they're two dudes and two dudes get married. And what, what I love about it is, is that in the article of this article, basically they're just like, and then everybody moved on with their life. Like yeah, it really is like right. such a non-issue. And weren't you telling me like one of your, one of your boys came home and said- yeah, so and so has two dads or sorry, two moms or something, and you're like, and does that change anything? He's like, no, it's just yeah, yeah. It, it's the like kids that are raised in a way that like that does not make a big deal out of things that are not a big deal. Yeah, they're just like, yeah, so and so's family looks different than mine. You're like, yeah, some families are different. You know, yeah, let's have pizza, the and end. they're like, fine. The they, like they literally don't care. Yeah, you have to tell them why they should care. Yeah. that different may be less than. Yeah. You have to, you, you have, have to, to teach them. That. You have to get the scales out. Right. And then you have to weigh your life versus other people. Right. And you have to show people how you're superior. And like some kids might have questions about it. Be yeah. like, yeah, some family. And it, the, but the answers are so elementarily easy, right? Like why is so-and-so have two dads and we have a dad and a mom? Well, you know, I guess they just have a different kind of family, but the two dads love each other and they raise kids. And sometimes a man and a woman love each other and they raise kids. Oh, Okay. Let's ride bikes. That's like, it. It's just so easy. It's literally the end of it. It's, yeah. it's the least difficult fucking parenting challenge you'll you ever see, have. You see two, two men holding hands. Men, Daddy, why are those two men holding hands? Well, they probably like each other a lot. Yeah. Okay, that's the end of the discussion. Yeah. Like, it's literally the end of the discussion. Right. It doesn't have to go anywhere from there. But the problem is, is if, if you were a religious person, you would have to say something because you wouldn't want your kid to hold the hand of somebody else. Right, exactly. And it really does boil down to... I don't want my kid being gay. And what he's talking about here is he's talking, he says, I'm going to read the Ken Ham tweet. He says, you can't trust what your kids may watch on PBS. You can't trust what they may watch on Netflix that carries programs like Arthur. You can't trust ratings on TV programs, movies. The evil one is out there to capture your kids and pervert their minds. And he's basically saying like, look, here's the thing. I think that, you know, when people see this, they will become gay. That's his main yeah, argument, right? Is that when they see this, it's not spontaneous gay nation, right? Like right. where you're just immediately, like the moment you see it, you're just like, oh shit, what? I could just do that? Oh, I like, like, it's not like all men are gay piranhas. And if there's a little blood in the water, <laughs> we freak the fuck out. It's like, like you've got to be gay. You just yeah, got to right. be born gay. That's just how it works. Like I've never had a gay experience in my life because I'm not gay. Right. That's how it works. The end. It's not like it's not like I've ever looked back on my life and thought to myself, you know, I really kind of did want to have a gay experience. It never occurred to me. I was been like, yeah, I like women a lot. Right. The end of the story. Nobody's watched. No little boy is watching Arthur being like, I'd fuck a dude aardvark. Yeah, like I would fuck an aardvark. I'm just saying, 
Like I would fuck an aardvark. That is a sexy aardvark. Look at that. Look at that thing. In that tuxedo, what it can do with its mouth. God damn, that aardvark cleans up well. That tongue in my butthole. You know what I want? I want an anteater to fucking get up in there. You know, like really <laughs> just clean like, out the colon. Put a bunch of ants up your ass. <laughs> I'm ready for you. And if you would like to clean out your colon, <laughs> you can go to adamneve.com. But if you type in Gloria Checkout, you get a bunch of free stuff, free shipping, and uh, 50% off almost any item. Gloria Checkout. So we had on recently the Waiting for Wrath guys, Jim and Aaron, and they came on and they talked about the drag queen bingo that recently took place that was going to be taking place in Wyoming for uh, the AIDS Foundation out there, WYO AIDS. We donated some money and we got everything kicked off. I don't know if you saw the image, Tom, but they had printed up a giant check. Did they, they had, really? They absolutely did. They printed up a giant check with our logo on it. No. And they printed it out and they presented it during the thing. That's awesome. Isn't that amazing? That's so fun. It's so great. We're going to post the picture. I mean, if I can find it on Twitter, I'll have Ian find it. We're going to repost that picture on our Facebook page. But oh, that's I, awesome. I love it. It's so great. They put, they did a, a giant check with our, with our logo on it. Um, but they wound up raising a grand total of a little more than $27,000. And they damn, said, awesome. it looks like about a grand in donations came from our show. So we want to thank everybody who donated. Thank you so much for donating to the AIDS charity. And thanks um, the Rating for Wrath guys for coming on and great doing guys. such a great, I mean, that, that's a lot of money yep. for, for, this, for this organization. And we're so happy to help support it every year. Um, Waiting for Wrath guys do great work. And so, uh, so thanks for thinking of us and thanks for coming on to talk about this great work. And that's like, Twice the GDP of Wyoming. No kidding. So that's fucking right? impressive. We got a message from Sarah, and she was ta she's talking about her uh, the chicken pox vaccine. She says when she was four, mom gave an option between getting the chicken pox vaccine or not. Being fucking four, I chose not to get it, and I got the chicken pox really bad, and... She says, I can remember crying in misery saying over and over again that I wish I got the shot. Oh, it's so, it's such a bummer. Uh, still has two noticeable um, chicken pox scars because of it. Because That's of that, I mean, just- and Pointless. It, absolutely, it's something that you could totally avoid. And last week on our show, I had, I had initially put together a graph that I was going to talk about and post okay. to- um, to the show notes. And I wound up cutting it from the show, Tom. And I wound up cutting this graph from the show because I misrepresented it. I, I went back and double-checked my figures. So this graph that I'm going to post on this week's show notes talks about the measles vaccine. And when I first talked, we were talking about this measles vaccine, I used the dates for the polio vaccine, oh, not gotcha. for the measles vaccine. So what looks like would be uh, a lot of uh, a lot of people getting the vaccine and then there's a, a an uptick in cases after this, this happens. It's not the case. The vaccine, try to guess where the vaccine was introduced here. Uh, I'm going to guess 1960, 1965. 65 would be the right guess. And you know how I guessed that? Yeah. What I did is I found the, the point on the graph that plummets to near zero. No, yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. So the, the measles vaccine gets introduced and it gets introduced and it drops from hundreds of thousands to tens of thousands in four years. Yeah, it, it looks like it looks like actually like in 1964, it looks like there's five, almost 450, 460,000 cases of measles. And then by 1968, there are 
Yeah, tens of thousands. 20, yeah, maybe 20,000. 20, think about that and, rate of decline. And then there's a little uptick. <clears throat> and that uptick where they have the uptick, that's when they, right afterwards, they suggested a second dose. There's a second dose that people get. And that's when they suggested it. And that's when it dropped down to near zero, that second uptick over God here. damn. That's when it dropped down to near zero. So, and it's been, and if you looked at this graph and I'm post this graph, Look at what happens from 92 to 2008 and look at those numbers. It just, they're, you not just, they're non-existent. But we're talking about in, in, 19, in 1958, 800,000, 800, 775,000 people so got, got the measles. They were saying that it was so likely that you would get it. It would just be so likely for you to get it. Um, that you would just, that, that the kids were just assumed to get, they're the, gonna measles. get the measles. Yeah. You know, we, we also got an email uh, from Kelly um, and Kelly said she also got the chicken box in third grade and it was incredibly bad. She was incredibly sick. It was bad enough to trigger an autoimmune response and that is likely the cause of her bilateral trigeminal neuralgia for which she's had two brain surgeries and a radiation treatment. Um, and trigeminal neuralgia is basically a nerve in your head that's just the fuck you, it hurts worse than anything nerve. And when it gets all fucked up, yeah. It is excruciating and for which there is no known cure. There are treatments, but no known cure. So, yeah, you know, when we measure things only in terms of fatality, we miss the human yeah, picture you miss of disease. It. You miss it completely. Yeah. Uh, we got a message um, from Katie and Katie uh, let us know a bunch of facts about measles. One of which is that it can stay in the hour two hours at hours after someone has left the room. So, if, so there's a chance that you could, you know, I was saying it was really virulent, right? There's a chance you could walk into a room well after someone had already left. You could walk into an empty room and get measles and get from it. somebody that was there a movie ago. And get it. Yeah, a whole movie like, ago. You could watch John Wick. Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly, the whole thing. Um, and I want to read this. While measles is known to suppress the immune system for a few weeks after infection, it also wipes your entire immune memory. The phenomenon is called immune amnesia and it lasts up to two years. That means that someone who had chicken pox and then gets the measles can 100% get the chicken pox again because the measles wiped Jesus. out their body's ability to fight it off. So thanks for that message, Katie. God, wh why do we do this? Why do we think that this is better? That's because it's out of fucking human memory. That's yeah, right. why. Yep. Because it's out of human memory to remember how fucking miserable it was. Tom, did you see this story? Aaron sent in a story this no, week what? about Trump. <laughs> and Trump claims he's seen piles of dead bald eagles underneath windmills. Oh my God, are you fucking kidding me you right now? You see them all over the place, he said. He so. hates windmills. He's hated windmills ever since he wanted to build that, yeah, uh, that golf course, golf course yeah. in Edinburgh. And they got they were going to put those windmills there. They and, ended up putting yeah. them there. Yeah, and he, he got mad he got about pissed. it. He got pissed. They didn't affect yeah. anything. I do want to talk about this email we got. Um, this email was from Jordan. And Jordan said that he thought it was a little unfair that we had said that um, Latinos and Blacks were supporting, uh, were not supporting uh, Pete Buttigieg because of his homophobic, because they were homophobic. And they thought, they thought it was a very unfair picture. And, it, and he points out that the reason why is because of a lot of his policies are really just straight up white policies. They're yeah. not, they don't really reach into those communities. And I do think that that's absolutely valid. But I will also point out too, that it's, it's the people who act on that homophobia almost all the time are white people because they're the ones who make the homophobic laws. It's not, a lot of times the blacks and the Latinos aren't even in power. So even if they are in a homophobic, it doesn't, it's not a, it's not as bad as if say an evangelical is homophobic who happens to also be a Senator. Right. 
So that's going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead, pan, sales pitch, late night info, docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information, and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.